I so appreciate your questions and your emails. In fact, I really depend upon them in a way that's really hard and difficult for me to try to explain. I deal with so many emotionally charged people that have drank the Kool-Aid, you know, every single day. Uh, it's just over and over people that don't have a clue, don't know what they're talking about, jump to assumptions, have been taught the wrong philosophies, the wrong ideas. It's just amazing. So on those rare occasions when I encounter knowledgeable thinkers that challenge my philosophies or ideas, I sincerely appreciate that in a way that's hard for to really explain. It's the only thing that will really create growth in myself or any of us. Uh, this week's been a very good week from that perspective. I always appreciate hearing from people that that think and can communicate their thoughts. Uh, when this podcast drops, Don and I will be heading back to Georgia from Phoenix. Uh, we'll be there for an event with APL Go President Sergi this weekend, and we're really looking forward to shaking his hand, looking him in the eye, and I know many of our listeners of, of this particular podcast will be at that event, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys as well. Uh, last week, I had a listener share this concept with me through email, and he, he said, Dale, I've heard you say that if network markers had just stopped and asked themselves over the years, who is this person and why should I be listening to them? The industry would have never fallen to the state of utter delusion it is today. I think a better question might be, what came first, the leader or the team? Anyway, that's what we're going to talk about on today's podcast. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Before we get into some thought-provoking emails uh, I've received over the past few weeks, I have four foundational philosophies I want to make very clear. They're not they they have not changed since I started, and they're never going to change as long as I'm building network marketing teams. Number one, network marketing is about wealth creation. If you want to have a few hundred or a few thousand dollars extra a month, there's much easier, quicker, faster ways to do that than attempting to build a network marketing team. And the good news is you can do it without growing as a person, you don't have to even expand your comfort zone. You just have to develop new skill sets. New mindsets are not required. And if you think you can do network marketing and maximize your full upside potential without increasing your comfort zone, expanding your comfort zone, and creating new mindsets, you will never reach your full potential, period. End of story. Number two. I believe you should do it before you talk about it. 
you know, very few people in this profession knew who Dale Calvert was until 1997 when I released my first generic training program, Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire. And that was about the same time our infomercial started showing on TV stations all over the United States and Canada. But guys, I'd been grinding away for years before people labeled me as an overnight success. Uh, there's no question that over the past 20 years, uh, people have been taught in this profession to talk the talk uh, before you do it, fake it till you make it. And there's no doubt that this philosophy, this concept, this idea has been the main reason this industry has catapulted, catapulted, cat, what has been launched <laughs> has been launched into a state of delusion that we find it today. So I've always believed, and I will always believe, you do it before you talk about it. Next thing, I'm just like any other 27 percenter that ever enters this profession. If you're a 27 percenter grinding away at your business every week, we're the same. I'm, we're the same. We all follow the same path. Yes, there's going to be different hurdles for different individuals based upon a lot of different things, you know, but the road is the road and it's the same. And if you want to become a real leader of teams and not someone who has a leadership title, but no sequential leadership development systems, then you have to understand we all travel the same road. I mean, my only advantage was I got started at a time when the Walkman first came out, and my DNA instinct is to always look behind the curtain. That's in my DNA. But I had the ability to listen to audio cassettes for 8, 10, 12 hours every single day when I first start, got started in this profession. But if I have a gift, it is the ability to not take things at face value and always look behind the curtain. Uh, you know, and I don't like to be treated differently. I, I don't. We're all on this path together. We all travel the same road. You know, many people in network marketing uh, crave the recognition. And, and I guess a lot of people, unfortunately, didn't get enough recognition as a child or something. I don't know why that is, but we all know that's to be true. Some people, all, I'll go as far as to say they have a worship complex. They don't want to be recognized. They want to be wor worshipped by their followers. Uh, and there's nothing more that gives me more satisfaction, sincerely, than making a positive impact on somebody else's life. You know, I don't understand the difference. Uh, I, I don't get why some people crave just the recognition. Uh, but I understand the difference between personal power and position power. And I appreciate one and I despise the other. Network Marketing Day is full of people that are trying to position themselves for position power. In fact, how many times have you heard a guru say that if you want to be perceived to be a network marketing professional, you need to start a blog. You need to do a video every day. You need to just whatever, you know, insert whatever they're selling. 
perceived to be doesn't even compute in my brain. I mean, I don't even understand that concept. You either are or you're not, or you're becoming, or you're becoming. Nobody talks about what people are becoming. You either are or you're not, guru, and those of you that are building, you you either becoming and moving forward and progressing or you're not. You know, today I work with dozens of authentic people who are becoming, and quite frankly, there's nothing that I enjoy more. Last thing I want to share with you, number four, leadership cannot be part of the group. All great leaders were first great followers. When you hear network marketing gurus talk about they never really had a mentor or they never really uh, have had uh, a leader or they, they, they never were really much of a reader, uh, that should be a clue. That should be a, a clue. Great teachers are first great students. Not three percenters that, that, that depend on transferable skills. You know, research has shown that most recognized leaders, recognized leaders throughout the world have been introverts, which is kind of surprising, but they're not the prissy people that love to hear themselves talk, uh, that we have flooded, uh, throughout this profession today. We're in the leadership development business, not the how many followers I have on social media business. So just to recap, network marketing is a wealth creation vehicle. It's not a vehicle to make extra money. It's a wealth creation vehicle. Number two, I'm like any 27 percenter that enters this industry. I believe you can because I did, and more importantly, I created the map, and I understand how to navigate the map. I understand the processes, the mental breakthroughs people have to have to become all they can be in this profession. Number three, I believe you should do it before you talk about it. And number four, all great leaders were first great followers. Now, this was one of the first emails I got. This gentleman... Uh, as a retired USANA distributor. And he said, Dale, I don't know why you're spending the time to do what you do, but keep doing it. I guess somebody has to, and better you than me. I'm sending this to encourage you because, like you, I am so thankful for the positive impact the network marketing business model has had on my life and my family. I caught the USANA wave, and since the binary compensation plan was new, and kind of a novelty, and the products were high quality, we attracted a lot of people. I was one of the first 5,000 distributors when I joined back in 1992. I rode the wave for 10 years, and then I retired outside the USA. I hope you take this the right way, but the deciding factor for me, was after I heard your MLM is a scam audio cassette that you released back in 1999. My upline was ready to take your head off. But when I heard it, I knew 
You just had the guts to say what many of us were already thinking and would never admit. And I've always admired you for that. I knew you were right and the industry was starting to get off track even back then. People buying genealogy leads and so forth. You and Curry were right on last week's podcast. I couldn't in good conscience promote an opportunity after the wave had crashed and couldn't bring myself to pivot and build again knowing the direction everything was headed. Thankfully, I got myself in a situation where I didn't need my USANA check to live a comfortable life. For the record, you are on, you're the only network marketer that I know that teaches until you're in a situation where you don't need your MLM check to live a comfortable life, you haven't made it. Like you, I am amazed that the self-proclaimed gurus have who have overrun this business model and, quite frankly, ruined it. However, I blame Randy Gage. I know you know his story, a struggling pizza shop owner and wannabe public speaker who discovered the network marketing niche and decided he was going to sell them an audio series titled how to be how to make a hundred thousand a year in network marketing even though he had never built a team that's unfortunately true my best early builder in usana went down the gauge rabbit hole spent thousands of dollars with this guy got totally away from the fundamentals of building the business and eventually left my team he joined seven or eight more companies before leaving the profession altogether you and I have both watched this happen to good people over and over. Sure, Randy Gage built a name because he was a good speaker. But people never ask themselves, who is this person and why should I be listening to them, as I've heard you say multiple times. Of, of course, he and Warry hooked up years later with Agile, and we both know what that was all about until they kicked them both out. So I just want to encourage you to keep telling people the truth, even though they don't want to hear it. I appreciate your work. I have no doubt that if this profession lasts, if this profession lasts, some of the best leaders in history will come out of the team you're building now. Uh, he said, P.S., are you guys open and doing business in Costa Rica yet? Then Suzanne said, in last week's podcast, I heard you and Mr. Russell talk about Dexter Yeager money. Is that kind of money available today? What a question. That's an awesome question. And, of course, it's available today. Will it be made today? Probably not. I mean, but the compensation plans are unbelievable. I mean, if, if you look at the compensation plan and the product line on which that type of income was created, it, it, it I mean – we have better compensation plans and, and better products without question. So, uh, of course, it's available, but will it be will it be built? Probably not, because if you really stop and step back and look at how and why that happened, I mean, Dexter got involved in Amway, I believe, in like 1963, 64. Amway started, what, in 59 or 60, maybe 61. But, you know, he was there during the first five years or so. He got the vision. He went to work. So timing, 
timing, but the most important thing that nobody talks about, which is critical, if you think how the, how was that type of empire created, it was absolutely the team culture, the 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 dream achievers or whatever they I can't remember what they were called but the team culture that he created is what created that legacy run that wealth that has been created he got involved early before they expanded all over the world so he benefited from international expansion but more importantly than that not just being in the right place at the right time it was the culture that was created Dexter Yeager understood that network marketing is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached that's the secret that's what he got how many people understand that today? Everybody, oh, I'm going to show you this super duper funnel. We've got this, this product that has 17 researchers from all around the world and two, two of the highest level scientists up in Jupiter on Jupiter say this is the best product that's ever existed, period. It, it doesn't wrinkle this. It doesn't do that. Blah, 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 product, 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 my product, my product, your product, your science, blah, 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 product, product. And they don't understand. That team culture is what develops empires. I found a, a quote from Dexter. Let me find it. For my team, it's all about expanding and stimulating and fertilizing the powerful brain that God gave every one of them until they believe they deserve it more. Then they will go after it. Once they believe they deserve it, then they'll go after it. It's about helping people have big visions, and, and he knew he had the opportunity to help those visions become a reality. He says that they will work at it, and they will work at it, and they will get it. I worked and ate and slept and dreamt about my business all day, every day. That's from Dexter Yeager. Unbelievable. Evidently, the Dexter Yeager money comment <laughs> uh, got people's attention. Marcia said, uh, the Dexter Yeager money got me wondering, why don't we talk about the enormous incomes that can be, ba be made in MLM anymore? I'm going to give you the real answer, and then I'm going to give you the stated reason, the, the what most people will tell you. The real answer is nobody's making it anymore. That's the real answer. Nobody has a path to that type of income anymore. Owners are only concerned about keeping people on auto ship one more month, giving them a new little red wagon to play with. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's so, it's been so diluted over the years, uh, that it's just, it's, it's un undescribable if you were there when network marketing was network marketing. And again, I talk about 90 through 95 before success magazine came out with the, we create millionaires and then people started, Hey, we can, we can recruit each other, you know? And, and again, it, there's no more closed cultures any, any longer. And, you know, you got people, you got companies like I can't even remember that the companies convince people they can get rich without building a team. You know, all, it, it's just gotten so far off track. It's absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
you know, but so the, everybody says, well, the FTC will come down on you if you make income claims, blah, 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 blah. Never tell anybody how much money you're making, blah, blah, blah. And I get that and I understand that and I respect that because it was, it was the wild, wild west back in the days. Uh, it really was. And it, but, but can you imagine uh, trying to go into a job? And you do, you do an interview, and they say, yes, we want to offer you the position. They say, well, how much does it pay? And say, I can't tell you. Well, what what are other people at this position making? I can't tell you. You know, so it's gotten kind of off tilt because because there's so many people who's only con- with leadership titles more than ever, whose only concern is keeping people on authorship one more month. They don't want people talking about how much money they're making or not making. That's the truth. Yes, they can use the FTC as an excuse. And, and again, I'm not saying that there's not validity to that. There absolutely positively is. There absolutely positively is. But, but we don't talk about money anymore because nobody really understands uh, how to create it other than create a following. And if you don't have transferable skills and if you're not one of the top 3% of the population with those transferable skills, there's no way on God's green earth they're going to be able to teach you how to do it. There's no path. There's no sequential path that leads to financial independence in three to five years. So let's just talk about the products and how great the products are and get people out there just selling the products as much as we possibly can to keep our checks up. And again, I don't want to go any further than that. Uh, then I got this from Barry. Barry. If social media was available when you were building your team, you would have been a social media slut. I remember you in front of your rented exotic cars, limos, and planes. You were the biggest fake-it-till-you-make-it networker of the last 40 years. So why do you hate attraction marketing and those that do photo shoots when everyone and that's referring to a podcast we had uh i think it was 235 uh where the guy was talking about how his upline wanted him to do a photo shoot or whatever uh some of you heard that if you haven't it's definitely worth listening to number 235 but anyway he says barry says so why do you hate attraction marketing those that do photo shoots when everyone knows that it is the only way to attract people and recruit today. <laughs> Since I posted my photo shoots, my photo shoots, my relatives are finally curious about my business. Barry. <sighs> Unbelievable. So this is, I decided to email Barry and I said, Barry, please give me a call so I can address this. And then the next day, Barry, are you going to call me? And then I said, Barry, third day, Barry, I was hoping you weren't just running off at the mouth, but really believe what you were saying. But you don't even have the guts to respond to this email, much less call me. Fourth day, I ended it with Barry. I scratched him off my list. Uh, Barry, maybe you will think twice next time before you decide to spout off about something you know nothing about. And I hope Barry is listening today. The reason your relatives are starting to be curious about their business is they're wondering why in the heck did Barry go have professional photos done 
promoting himself and his business when he has no business. He has no business. He hasn't had a business since he started. Barry's bought the drank the Kool-Aid. That's why they, they're curious, because they want to know what's happened to Barry. He was a somewhat normal human being who's now drank the Kool-Aid. That's what's going on there, Barry, just so you know. And as far as, as me being the biggest fake, fake it till you make it network marketer in the last 40 years, what did you say? I remember when you were building scene, blah, 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 social media. I remember you in your rented exotic cars, limos, and planes. Okay, Barry, look, I get it. I understand it. Uh, I would just tell you, uh, and, and again, you never try to explain yourself because your enemies don't believe you and your friends aren't going to believe you, that your friends aren't going to your friends don't need an explanation. Uh, I've never rented an exotic car in my life. I was I was thinking about it one time. I was on a vacation somewhere and I could rent uh, a Lamborghini, and I thought about it, but I didn't do it. I've owned some really nice cars, you know. I've owned a couple of Vipers. I've owned a Mercedes. I've owned a, a Jaguar. You know, I drive a Porsche now. So I don't know where you're getting your information about rented exotic cars. Limos, here's the story there. Uh, just so you know, Barry, <laughs> uh, we were doing a regional director school two or three times a year. We would have 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 people come into the home office. We were renting fleets of limos to pick them up throughout the days when they came in to the airport. And we did that a few times, and one of our staff members came and said, look, um, you know, I, when I was going to the airport or whatever, we had a guy that worked in our shipping department, but he would also take me to the airport because it was usually I was flying out of Cincinnati at the time, which is about an hour and a half, and that's an hour and a half time when I can be on the phone. I can be working. I don't have to be driving. So he would get in, I would get in his van. And he would take me to Cincinnati when I was flying out for Super Saturday events or what have you. Bottom line is the guy pitched, uh, you know, if we can get a limo, then we can, it, it will be a tax deduction. And I found the guy that has one limo and we went and we looked at it and it was like, Hey, this makes sense from a financial perspective based upon back and forth trips to the airport and based upon picking up guests at, at the airport and so on and so forth. And he kind of sold us on it. He said, plus we can have staff members. We can do a monthly, you know, top person, top, top employee, take them and their spouse out, pick them up in the limo, take them out to eat. You know, we'll get a lot of good use from, for this. This is a great idea. So when we went, we found the one we want, and the guy had one that the the actual Mercedes limo that was in the the first movie. What is it coming to America with Eddie Murphy? The black Mercedes limo, the the one that was in the movie, and he said this will be a collector's item. It is a collector's item. It'll go up in value. So, in, long story short, yeah, we had a couple of limos, and yeah, uh, limos took my kids to school. Uh, so yeah, 
we had limos, but it wasn't for photo shoots. It was time. Time is the most valuable asset any of us have. And by making that investment, number one, we didn't we didn't spend a lot of money that for picking up regional directors at the airport. We could treat our staff right, could treat employees right, can treat can treat distributors right, and it saved me a lot of time, uh, an hour and a half minimum each way going to the airport, you know, three or four times every weekend. Plus, yeah, we did have a private plane. Yes, the the airport in Georgetown, Kentucky, for years, uh, my partner ran it or, or had people that ran it, and it was called New Image Air. And he was into airplanes and all that. I, I didn't care. But he said, look, Dale, you know, you, you want to go and do an event in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can go do the event and be back the same night, be in your own bed. And it would probably be good if you were, you know, doing a couple of, of events during the week. And this way, if it's within a, you know, it might take you six or seven hours to drive there, but in an airplane, we can get you there in two or three and you can get there and come back and in the same night and sleep in your own bed. So yes, yes, you know, the, the, the whole, um, attraction of it, like, you know, people meeting you at the airport and want pictures in front of the plane and all that. I didn't really totally get back then. And again, I know I'm I'm not normal that way, but I didn't get it. You know, it's like, man, I'm coming to do business. Let's do business. Let's go to the event. You know, I, I wasn't into all that, never have been. So Barry, Barry, maybe next time you'll think twice before you spout off about that which you know nothing about. This is the one that kind of shook me up a little bit. And this, I'm going to end with this. It's a little bit long. I'm going to call this guy Frank because I've never, uh, talked to him yet. I plan on talking to him next week. Uh, he said, hi, Dale. Don't, you don't know me. We've never officially met or shaken hands. I saw your NI infomercial in Salt Lake 25 years or so ago and I joined NII. I saw you live at a couple of Super Saturday events in California. For years, I've told my wife I'm going to contact him someday. My biggest regret is not getting in in line to shake your hands after those events and have a picture taken uh, with you. I've heard you say on multiple occasions, I hope you take this in the spirit in which it's intended. I've also heard you say, through your podcast on multiple occasions. If I'm missing something, let me know. I think you were missing it, and I'm letting you know. Your teachings absolutely put me on a path to enormous traditional business success. My hope is that this letter will help you rethink your current path. Quite frankly, my 16-year-old grandson is getting interested in network marketing, and it's concerning to me. I know there are many other paths to financial independence he could take, and I hate to see him get involved with network marketing. Personally, I never did anything in NII, but the two years I spent there changed my life. Your programming your mind for success program put me on a completely different path because I took the time to implement the 15 minutes a day and still today, some 25 years later, 
go through my morning routine every single day. That never would have happened without me finding you at the right time in my life. I have been a student of network marketing because I realized in an early age those that can build real teams of what you call a volunteer army are the best leaders in the world. And you taught years ago that the world pays for leadership. And I knew even in traditional business, leadership skills were going to be very important. Uh, we're talking wartime hero stuff as far as I'm concerned when it comes to building a network marketing team, a volunteer army. I've been very fortunate and built a couple of multi-million dollar traditional businesses and sold them a couple of years ago and I have no financial concerns. About that time, I was telling my grandson about the impact you had on my life and how you didn't even know it. Long story short, he found your podcast when searching online, and he showed me how to activate them on my phone. I've gone through every session of all three of the podcasts you have done. I see what you're doing now, and I just have to ask you, why? You could spend your time doing anything you want, working with any company you choose, or building any kind of business you set your mind on. Why are you spending in an industry that, as you said, is delusional, full of people that are disconnected from how re real business works, as you talk about in podcast number 230? I recently saw a survey of the most influential network marketers, Dexter Yeager, wasn't even on the list. How is that possible? I mean, when you really stop and think about it, how is that possible? And and I'm thinking the same thing, honestly, when I read this email. How is that possible? And then he goes on. Can you imagine asking e-commerce people to make a list of the most influential people in the industry and Jeff Bezos head of Amazon, not being on it, a tech list without Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, a social media list without Gary Vee, a baseball list without Babe Ruth. I could go on and on. A list of influential people without Dexter Yeager could only happen in network marketing. You should call this a brain tweak. And he was right. It could only happen in network marketing. Continuing, this is an indication of how shallow thinking and delusional the industry really is. So why in the world are you in the MOM world? It's something I cannot understand or fathom. You're one of the most authentic entrepreneurs I've ever known over my career. Why spend time in a niche with so many imposters? I hate to say this to you, but the real deplorables are network marketers. Granted, there are fake entrepreneurs and phonies in every business niche, but I know, you know, no industry comes close to network marketing when it comes to fake entrepreneurs and wannapreneurs. So why subject yourself to this level of utter unawareness and egomaniacs daily? What's wrong with you, Dale? When I look at the list of network marketers that are getting team building advice, it makes no sense. You know these people's backstories and so do I. 
I heard you talk about your team-building mentor, Jim Burks, years ago. For me, it's just common sense. Who is this person? What is their track record, and why should I be listening to them? However, that's never been common business practice in MLM. My grandson, my grandson showed me a Talk Talk video. I think he's talking about TikTok. I'm sure he is. My grandson showed me a Talk Talk video of this young half-dressed girl that was hanging out in Mr. MLM Pro's house in Vegas and several other poor souls as he was going on and on about how he never had a job and how network marketing can make you rich. You've heard the spiel many times, I'm sure. You and I both know his backstory. He's he's not just the biggest brown noser in network marketing. This dude may be one of the biggest on the planet. If not for Jeff Olson, nobody would have ever known who Eric Worre is. Well, I didn't mean to say his name, but it's not like you guys didn't already know. So nobody would ever know who blank blank is. Right below the video was this, was your psychopath buddy down in Fort Myers, Mr. I failed in 11 companies before I pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. He was doing some seventh grade skit with a multicolored woman's wig on. This guy is not just an embarrassment to himself and everyone like him. They are embarrassment to your industry. Also on the list of the 10 most influential network markers was the broke P.F. Chang waiter that convinced the MLM world running Google AdWords and becoming the hunted instead of the hunter was the way to build an MLM business. Yes, he made money, millions, just like Mr. GoPro, not building a team but selling the flawed attraction marketing principles ebook to everyone in the industry which at that time, the industry was in full-blown speculation mode, as you talk about. The industry was full of people that had no interest in personal growth and the expansion of their comfort zone, and they, they cashed in on other people's fears. I've heard you say, people always ask themselves, who is this person and why should I be listening to them? A better question today may be for people to ask themselves, What came first, the leader or the team? Yes, this is a chicken and egg pun, but it's worth considering. This is a thought worth exploring on one of your podcasts and should be obvious to anyone that does their research. What came first, the leader or the team? Jim Rohn, obviously the leader came first. And I understand what he's saying there. And this this really was a brain tweak for me. You know, many of you know Jim's story. He was a broke seer salesman that got involved with Earl Schoff. And Earl taught him how to look at things different, different mindsets, different skill sets. The rest is history. So Jim Rohn, obviously the leader came first. Mr. GoPro, obviously the team. He never built it but hired Gary V to show him how to attract an audience so he could spout regurgitated crap, as you would call it, on video every day. Dexter Yeager. Obviously, the leader came first. He developed himself. Larry Thompson. Obviously, the leader. I could go on and on, but you get the idea. 
I've heard you say a million times, do it, then talk about it. The problem today is unaware newbies think they are talking about it, but they've never done it. The, the, the problem today is unaware newbies think if they are talking about it, they have done it. And before you know it, they are sucked into a culture that leads nowhere. I heard you say in the podcast, network marketing has been knocked so far off its axis, it will never return to the principles that created massive growth and momentum to, to begin with. You know that. I know that. Anyone who really understands the business model and has half a brain understands that. I am in Salt Lake, the mecca of network marketing. And if I've, I have watched firsthand this industry steady slide down into the delusion that you talk about. So, Dale, wake up. Do something different. At one point, you were talking about changing the direction of your podcast away from network marketing business model. And I was excited because I knew that direction you decided to move toward. I knew that the direction you decided to move towards would be valuable for my grandson to tap into. You are a wealth of real-world knowledge and can provide a lot of value to entrepreneurs outside the network marketing profession. How many times have I heard you say, if the horse is dead, get off of it? This industry has been teaching people to fake it till they make it and put putting the cart before the horse for so long, it's lost all credibility in the real business world. You and I both know that. Maybe it's time for Dale Calvert to listen to his own advice. Think about it. You are in a profession that has a list of the top 10 most influential influential network markers in history and not one true team builder on the entire list. Why, confi- why continue to fight that battle? The horse is dead, my friend. I don't have a business opportunity to recruit you into. I just hate to see your talent wasted in a business model made up of egomaniacs and delusional people. No industry comes close to network marketing when it comes to fake entrepreneurs and wannabepreneurs. At this point in your life, you deserve better. I sincerely hope you take this advice in the spirit in which it's intended. I still plan on shaking your hand someday. The friend you didn't know you had in Salt Lake. And for the time being, I'm calling it calling him Frank. Uh, and the reasons I've not scheduled a call with him yet, and he probably won't care if I use his name, but since he mentioned his grandson, uh, you know, I didn't want to get into that. Uh, you know, if, if I'm honest, this email kind of rocked my world for a few minutes, not very long. But for a few minutes, because honestly, <laughs> honestly, I agreed with everything he said. And it's probably, as many of you that listen to this podcast regularly know, it's why 10 months or so ago I had contacted the largest website broker in the world and was preparing to sell off all my websites and intellectual property rights and Amazon books and everything in the network marketing niche. And there's no question you know, my life and Dawn's, my wife's for sure, uh, would be much more enjoyable and simpler, uh, if we weren't involved in network marketing. It would be more enjoyable and simpler. 
It would be. And because for both of us, I mean, nothing means more to us than spending time with our family, period, end of story. And, you know, we're heading to Phoenix this weekend. And quite frankly, I'd rather be in Kentucky with my parents, uh, my daughters, my grandkids, or hanging out around the pool with some of Dawn's family. There's nothing that means more to us than direct family. But from a business perspective, you know, I need to be in Phoenix. I need to look in the owner's eye. I need to shake his hand. Uh, you know, we're going to have many people on our team at that event, and, and we're looking forward to seeing them and spending time with each of one of them. And it's almost like spending time with our kids. I mean, it sincerely is. I mean, Dawn calls our team our kids, and some of them are older than we are. But that's the way we feel. It's not the same relationship, but it's close. But at this point in my life, I have business goals that money can't buy. I mean, I'm beyond sick about what this profession has become. But but I know that what Don and I are doing, I know that we're making an impact, a positive impact, more of an impact in the last uh, six months than we've been able to make in the last five years since when I decided to revamp the MOM Training Club and the podcast and, and start the podcast and so on. And I've said it before, but the the online you know daily training format that we're using – you know, that we're using right now with our team, I'm seeing people grow and their confidence increase more in 30 days than would normally happen in years. And and see, I know when I say that, it sounds like MLM hype, but, but I'm serious. I'm seeing people in 30 days grow to levels that it would normally take in three years or longer. 30 days. I mean, it's it's been astonishing to me. I never would have predicted it. I never would have thought about it. I never would have cried it if a couple of my team members hadn't come to me with the whole idea. It's not my idea, but it's working, and we're perfecting it. We we're really refining it and perfecting it. And, you know, 30 days in the right environment will do more to help people really progress then every weekend seminar they could attend the rest of their life. I mean, they could spend tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars and go to every, you know, Mr. MLM uh, seminar, Tony Robbins. And I have nothing against Tony Robbins or any, you know, Les Brown. I love Les Brown. But they can go to every weekend seminar the rest of their life or spend 30 days in this environment and progress more and be put on a path like is undescribable, literally. You know, the hardest thing for a person to do is expand their comfort zone. But when they're doing it with 20 or 30 people, they're doing it together. What happens from that is it's almost magical. It's the only way I know to describe it. It's it's magical. I mean, most of us that have come through the expansion of our comfort zones and continue continually trying to expand our comfort zones, 
We had to do it individually on our own. And we don't have to do it that today. And when you have, you have the right mindset and systematic sequential training to go with it, it's just magical. So the easiest thing in the world for people to do is to cater to mediocrity and tell people they can build a business by buying leads. Or if you just join my lead system pro or whatever it's called, uh, create a funnel, you know, post on YouTube every day or create Pinterest reports and pins and position yourself as an expert and act like something you're not, you know, start a blog and just write three articles a day and you'll have people coming to you because they'll be attracted to your content and blah, 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 you know, do a video every day and so on and so forth over and over. We've all heard it. You know, the list goes on and on. You know, it's easy to tell people what they want to hear so you can sell them what you want to sell them. That's easy. But the truth is, all real growth, all real growth is accomplished outside of your comfort zone. And what people in getting involved in network marketing have been doing for years is, you know, they find something that makes total logical wisdom of the ages sense and truth. And they don't like it because it's not within their comfort zone. So they try to find another upline or another leader or another network marketing guru that will tell them what they want to hear, uh, and, and tell them that they can build their, their business without expanding their comfort zone. And some people just love doing videos. So they just tell them they can do videos and some people drink the Kool-Aid because they don't understand it's not about them. It's about what can be duplicated by the, the 27 percenters on their team. So the bottom line for me is I'm just doing what I believe I'm supposed to be doing at this time in my life. And I, and I don't totally understand why I don't, but, and yes, I am beyond sick of dealing with fearful people stuck in mediocrity and and so afraid of what somebody else is going to think about them. I am, you know, and it saddens me daily to see good people with a lot of talent who bought into the wrong philosophies and just drank the Kool-Aid. And I know the road they're on, and it really turns my stomach for them uh, to know that if they happen to get to $100,000 a year, the odds are uh, they'll be out of the profession in five years simply because they were building with the wrong company at the wrong time in history. And what they are doing will never be duplicated by the 27%. But if I can just help 500 people get off the MLM hamster wheel, you know, I talked about that in session 235 of this podcast, the hamster wheel. If I can help 500 people on my personal team get off that hamster wheel, the ripple effect that this can have and and the enormous positive impact on not just their families, but I really have to believe the entire industry. Uh, for me, it's what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. So, yes, I agree that it makes no business sense. Uh, but for me also, no feeling in the world does it for me, like watching the people you've personally been in the trenches with walk across the stage, and they're a different person than when they met you. I mean, there is nothing, uh, in the, from a business perspective that does more for me than that. It's almost as good as holding my newborn daughters for the first time. Now, again, it's 
we're talking about business, you know, comparing to personal, which really you can't. And, you know, there's nothing that will replace that feeling of holding my daughters for the first time and my grandkids. But uh, I have to believe that somewhere deep in my soul that what I'm doing now with the team that we're working with is something very special because I know it's something that has never been done before. So I want to share a message that uh, one of our team members actually placed in our private Facebook group last week. Uh, maybe it'll help you understand because I know there are hundreds of thousands of Ashleys in the marketplace waiting for a member of North America launch team to contact them. They just don't know it yet. And, and, and I, with everything within me, believe that. Now, one of the concepts that we, t- she's going to be talking about, and one of the things that we do during the launch, uh, some of you remember uh, the Go For No book that came out years ago. And I remember when that came out, it was a confirmation of some of the things that we were doing at that time with our team. Uh, we were doing a 40 video a month, uh, funnel, not a funnel like you guys think of funnels today, but we had a funnel and we had this sheet and every, every month the goal was to complete your funnel to get 40 people in your funnel by handing them a videotape. And we knew that for every 40 people that got in the funnel, X number are going to fall out and evaluate. And from the people that evaluate, you know, you would have at least five people that would join your team back then. So the goal was was to get the nose, to get people that watched the video and were not informate, were not not open for more information, because we knew if we could get the video in forty people's hands a month. You would sponsor five people a month, and you could control your destiny in this profession. So it's all about the nose. It's all about dealing with the nose. How do you deal with the nose? How do you plant the seed deep and move on? And the bottom line is we're all looking for the right people at the right time in their life. You know, I don't want to close somebody, but I want to open their mind. I want to open their heart. You know, I want to get them out of the blah, 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 the the routine that they've been in and stop and ask themselves, where am I going to be in five years if I keep doing what I'm doing now? Is this really the company? Is the timing right? Is the timing right? Is my team culture helping me grow and learn and become more than I thought I could become? So we have right now a concept that we're using during the launch, I tell people if you can if you can get fifty people that have seen the video about the opportunity, the online video, and say no, I'm not open for more information, and or tried the samples, tasted the product, and said no, I don't want to order the product, I don't want to use the product, the the immediate gratification, they try it, it and they don't want to at least try it. If you can have 50 people that say, nope, I don't want to try the product after they've tried the samples or, or any combination of 50, you could have 25 that tried the product, don't want it, 25 that saw the video are not open for more information. If you can get a total of 50 no's when you launch within your first 90 days maximum, the go is 30 days, 30 days, 50 no's. If you can get 30 30 no's in 50 days, or 30 no's in 
50 no's in 30 days or 50 no's within your first 90 days, then your business is going to be launched. It's going to be off the ground. You're going to have customers. You're going to have people that are curious about the business. The foundation has been built now on which we can build upon. The foundation has been built on which we can build upon. And every day when you have people, you know, that ask questions and you don't know how to answer them, then you can go to the face private Facebook group, ask those, or you can come on the team trainings that we're doing daily and ask your questions there and get, and talk with somebody that's already been down this path. They've already done their launch and can help you get through your launch. You know, it's together. Everyone achieves more. That's the acronym for team. So, that's what she's referring to because once somebody has got their 50 no's, then we have a pin that we send them, a recognition pin for receiving their first 50 no's. Because if they can get 50 no's within 30, 60, 90 days, then they're going to, they're going to have the foundation on which we can build. And as our organization continues to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're at different events, like we'll be in Phoenix this weekend, and if there's someone I don't know, and I look at them and they're, they got their 50 pin on, then for me as a leader, it, it gives me a snapshot of where they are in their business. And I hope that makes sense. But that's what she's referring to. And, again, I've used a variety of this concept with different teams and organizations we've worked with and consulted for over the years, and I just believe in it. You know, you've, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you've heard me talk about many times if network marketing would do nothing but define a specific launch system for people, uh, then it, the, the industry would be at the top of the entrepreneurial revolution that's happening around the world if we did nothing but had a specific launch system that made sense for people and worked for people. You know, because there's a big, segment of our organization if we told them you have to do a video every day on social media they would not never do it they would never do that so whatever you're teaching people to do it has to be duplicated by the 27 percenters the masses have to be able to do it if the masses cannot do it if the 27 percenters cannot do it duplication stops and again, I, that's a whole nother training. I've talked about it multiple times on this podcast. But anyway, so that's what she's referring to. Uh, so Ashley got her pen and she's showing that she has pinned it on a lanyard. Uh, and she's got her picture and she's posted this in the Facebook page. And she said, do you see, do you see what I see? This lanyard means so, so much to me. Our first event in Las Vegas was not just with my first APL Go company event. It was my first company event in my life. After 12 years in this industry, I had never gone to a convention, leadership retreat, etc. I didn't have the money to go, but I worked my butt off selling things so I was able to, to attend. I wanted to meet all of you in person. I wanted to meet my mentor, Dale Calvert, and his amazing wife, Dawn Calvert, in person and say hi and hopefully get a picture with them. Not only did I get a picture with them, I had lunch with some of the ladies on our team, and Dawn came and sat down and had a real-life conversation with us. And again, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier, man. We're just 27 percenters like 
you guys have just been down the road. I mean, that's the way we feel about it. I mean, I, you know, that's the way I've always felt about it. But anyway, then we spoke here and there during the breaks, during the event, and we had a few amazing hours to sit and talk with the team, with, with the team members and Dawn and Dell during the five days I was there. I was able to meet and talk with go zip lining and hear stories from Dave Trilody, Shelley Rat Giddens, Kelly and Gordy Alderson, Commissioner Pitts, Shane Rogers, Kamala Robinson, Alan Knight, Philip Cantu, Richard Ellison, Kurt Summers, Beth Rodriguez, Dallas Stevens, Muriel and Doug, and 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 many other people. It was truly an amazing experience, and this lanyard reminds me daily of how much I put into selling my things, finding care for my kids, doing all the things I needed to do to get there, and all the memories that were made. Then last night I received my pen. I knew immediately it would go on my lanyard so I could proudly display it daily. This isn't just a pen to me. This is now one of my most prized possessions. This pen is my greatest self and career accomplishment. This pen means more to me than my diploma. How, you ask? Because I knew I was going to be a teacher since I was in the second grade. College wasn't hard in the sense of growth and development. And she really hit some nails on the head. I never once was challenged to do something outside my comfort zone, not once in five years. Is teaching easy? No. Was the learning easy? Sometimes, but again, no. But to get the answers and learn all I did, all, and to learn all I did was study a book and then find the answers. When I was working in classrooms, they start you out as a helper. Then you help more. Teach a lesson. After you're not intimidated or fearful of teaching that class of students, then more responsibility. I realized last night that in my 12 years in network marketing, I have not even talked to 50 people about the business. I can count on maybe two hands the people I shared the business with. I was either not taught at all or taught to only share the products and that I would attract some distributors or post on social media, and that's how you attract your team. I'm not the same person I was before completing my 50 nose sheet. I was 50. I was so afraid to talk to my friends and family and people in the community. Oh, my. What would they think of me? I can remember being terrified to send a message to my past upline leader. I had the Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility script typed up in Messenger, and I sat there forever before hitting send. But thanks to the daily outreach Zoom trainings, I did hit the send button. Did she join me? Nope. She went to a different company, and guess what? I was okay. Then one afternoon, I came across a lady's name in a group that I am a member of, I have looked up this person since I was young. I looked up to this person since I was young. She was at the top level in our gymnast, gymnastics team. 
We have the same friends, and I tried so hard for years to get her to like me and be friends, but it never happened. I sat there looking at the screen, knowing the amount of judgment she would have, and it was going to be tremendous. I was on the, the team training one day, and Alan, which is number, another team member, you probably heard him on a podcast recently, Alan talked me through it. I hit send. Side note, I'm not lo- looking to be friends with negative judging people anymore. I'm better off with this team, and I know that now. I was terrified to send the are you ignoring me message And that's just a message in our sequence that we use. But I did. I share this because I know it's hard. I know the feelings you're having. But I want you to know, if you've ever had the hesitation, jump on the team train, the daily team trainings with us, and we will have your back. And the amount of pride you will have and the amount of courage you will develop will be worth it and then some. I was afraid putting out my first drop cards when I was in Vegas. Shelly was killing it beside me, and I drew courage from her. Now I don't even look around when I put them in places. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Find the courage. Lean on us. We will support you. Get this done as quickly as possible so we we can meet the new you and watch you reach levels you've only dreamed of before. I believe in every single one of you. Plug in. Stay in. Stay on course. Don't add your own things. Don't reinvent the wheels, what she's saying. Be there for your team and enjoy the ride. That was from Ashley. And There's many, 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 many other people on our team that could say ditto to that. That's what this is about for me. So I understand, Frank, you know, where people come from, Dale, why, why? Because to me, how do you think I'm going to feel when she walks across the stage, you know, as a a 100,000 plus a year earner? How, how's that, what's that going to do for me? And then to see her team members do the same thing and then their team members and then their team members. Why? Because when you unify and you systemize what you're doing and you don't neglect to inspire people to become all they can be and get out of their comfort zone. When you don't, when you don't cater to mediocrity and you inspire greatness, that's how the real success stories are created. Uh, you know, and I know what's been taught in this profession over the past 20 years. And because of the catering to mediocrity that's been going on, it's created Hundreds of thousands of Ashleys and people like her all over the world. People that have been willing to do the work, but they've been taught by three percenters with transferable skills that will never duplicate. You know, I've said for many years, every time I've ever built a team, I've said, give us one year of dedicated focus effort and we will change your life because we will help you expand your comfort zone. 
And as I think about this, I think that is really probably all about something that's really missing in today's network marketing world. Overcoming fear is one area of life that impacts all areas of our life. The ability to know that you have built into your DNA when you're in an uncomfortable environment, fight, flight, or freeze, and you start understanding your own self-talk and your own limiting beliefs that you're saying to yourself, and you start to understand how to work through those and get past those and overcome fear, failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else will think, it, it will make a positive impact on your life that only overcoming fear will create. There's nothing that will create that type of positive impact than the ability to expand your comfort zone and overcome that fear. And again, we've created cultures in the last 20 years where people are taught they're not, they're not, they're not inspired to overcome their fears. What did Dexter Yeager do? Why, why is the Dexter Yeager money, Dexter Yeager money? Because he understood that this is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. Overcoming fear and any area of life impacts all other areas of your life positively. Uh, right before I was getting ready to record this session, it's so crazy. I got a Facebook message from Dr. Laura Scroggins, uh, somebody that I had not heard that name in 20 years. And right before I got ready to record, and this is what she said. She said, Dale, and I get these type of messages. It's really unbelievable to me at this point because I get them, uh, you know, all the time. And sometimes it's from former people that we work with, children or grandchildren even. It's crazy. But she said, Dale, you know, I remember most everything you taught us back in NII, and even though I haven't actually been a super successful network marker, I've been successful as an author in my books due to lots of train, lots of your trainings that I have remembered and recalled over the years. And then she asked me about a guy I've ever heard of, and she was reading a book that she, of his that she thought I would enjoy. And she said, it's all about everything. You, and I'm not saying the name of the book because I haven't vetted it, okay? That's the only reason. Uh, it's all about everything you stand for. If you want to connect sometime, let me know. Otherwise, you've got to get this book if you don't already have it. Have a super blessed day. Okay? And then that was that was really a great message. And then she said, by the way, in case you don't remember me, I'm the one who won your sales contest in NII, and I followed you. I followed you the entire time. You were and are awesome, and I was one of your biggest fans. NII changed my life in those years, maybe not financially as much as I had, had hoped, but all the trainings you provided at the meetings and the conferences those trainings are the reason I became a successful author. Uh, 
So uh, I sent her the NI reunion video some of you have seen on YouTube, and it looks like she she's saying, look, Dale, she just basically said, if you're building again, I'm in. And, you know, I've always said, give us one year and we'll change your life. And it's not because of, it's, it's because a combination of a lot of things. Mostly it's because we stay focused on wisdom of the ages principles and unified duplicatable systems. Personality will never duplicate. And again, all the things you guys have heard me say a thousand times. Uh, but I promise people, you know, I'm not going to cater to your mediocrity. I will do my best to help you, you know, find your greatness. I will do my best to inspire you and become all you can become. That's the only way I know how to do this type of business. It's, it's, I don't know any other way because all success is achieved outside of your comfort zone. And I don't care what aspect of life we're talking about. It's outside your comfort zone. And I understand how to help people get there. It's my blessing, but it's also my curse. Because I know of no other business model on the planet that can help people achieve their full potential like the network marketing business model. I know of none other that can even come close to comparing. But again, if the four stars don't line up, it can be a horrific experience. And if you don't know what I'm saying, when I say four stars, MLMsuccess.com forward slash four, the numeral four, S-T-A-R-S. But if the four stars line up, there's no business model on the planet that can do for people what network marketing can. But if the four stars don't line up, it's going to be a horrific experience for most people. So, yes, there are people everywhere in this profession with leadership titles that will tell you, you know, they talk the talk and they tell you you got to talk the talk to create the team before your leadership title. You know, that you, you, you create a following before you create your leadership title. Uh, I really believe that you do it. And then you talk about it, like Larry Thompson, like Jim Rohn, like Dexter Yeager, and every real leader that's gone before us and done it. I believe that real leaders always come before the team. Success in this profession does not come from finding the right person, but it comes from becoming the right person. I hope that you've heard something today that maybe will speak to you if you needed to hear it. If you didn't, I'm sure some of you have people on your team that do. So, yeah, I I am absolutely disgusted with what this business model has become. Uh, But I am beyond excited about the people that we have the chance to work with and the growth that I'm seeing them have and what their future is going to look like. Success does not come from finding the right person. 
It comes from being the right person. What comes first, the, the, the team or the leader? Focus on becoming the leader. Build yourself first. If you chase the dollar, money is an elusive rabbit. You'll never catch it. It's a greased pig. But if you build yourself first, the money will flow to you. I hope this has helped you guys. Have an awesome week. This is Dale Calvert. I'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.